the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The tears of a mother, the touch of Jesus, the new life of a young man risen from the dead. This very picturesque gospel reading has important lessons for us here today. If a mother's tears could move Jesus to touch her dead son and to bring him back to life, then our prayers and our penance can also move Jesus, move him to touch the hearts of sinners so that they may rise again to repentance from the death of sin to the new life of grace. And our daily prayers and penance for our own conversion can move Jesus to touch our hearts and help us to overcome our own sinful habits and bad inclinations. Like the weeping mother in the village of Nine, we must with confidence implore our Lord's divine mercy for our sons and daughters, for our our brothers and sisters who have little or no spiritual life. Invoke the divine mercy for those family members and friends who may have fallen away from the faith they once held. So rosary upon rosary, communion upon communion, Let's perform daily acts of charity and patience. Let's offer up our daily pains and sacrifices with perseverance day after day, praying constantly for the spiritual resurrection of these beloved souls and for, and for their rebirth to the life of God's grace. Along with resurrection, rebirth, there also comes reunion. Did you notice that small but profound detail mentioned by St. Luke? And Jesus delivered him back to his mother. The tearful widow becomes the mother of gladness when she was reunited with her living son back in her arms. So also shall we have the joy, the joy to be reunited to these same souls whom we've been praying for, to these souls who will recover spiritual life by the touch of Jesus. Touch which brings the grace of repentance and conversion. This spiritual reunion with those for whom we pray, it may take years, perhaps it may only occur in heaven. But let us never, ever underestimate what the powerful touch of Jesus can do. Resurrection, rebirth, and reunion. This gospel likewise inspire us who call the shrine of Christ the King our home. The dead young man makes us think of the once vibrant parish decades ago, which ended up closing here in the year 2001. And the church was sitting empty, boarded up, and devoid of its faithful. There had been Catholics here in the spot since 1894, and in 2001, there was no one left. But since 2004, the touch of Jesus, the infant king, has restored the Catholic life of liturgy and charity to this place, resurrecting the community of faithful as the shrine of Christ the King, bringing so much joy and many graces to this place. There has been here on this campus a restoration of faith and charity, which many had thought impossible, especially after the 2015 fire. And we could say a tip of the hat also to our dear sister Therese, who founded the House of Hope, the women's shelter here in the school building, 
which helped to keep those embers alive even when the church and the rectory were empty and closed. Indeed, after reading this gospel, one could think that that funeral procession of nine has become the Corpus Christi and the rosary processions here on our neighborhood streets around the block. Baptisms and weddings, confessions and communions, conversions and reversions, so many miracles of grace are flowing from this place, from this shrine. Graces go out into our homes, to our families, and to our world. You may be edified to visit our Infant King Offerings website, where you can read the phrases, little phrases of thanksgiving, written by dozens and dozens of people, attesting to graces received here from the shrine of Christ the King, thanks to the infant Jesus, for whom we have a special devotion. So, if Catholic life can be restored here in this place where once it was empty and abandoned, well, let's never underestimate what the powerful touch of Jesus can do. The unfinished church, currently under construction right now as we speak, you can see the update on the back of the bulletin, it reminds us of Bethlehem's simple stable. Here there is a true rebirth taking place. So let's be grateful for the opportunity to share in the new life of this resurrection shrine church. Let's be grateful to be reunited in the family life of the souls of all of you who are gathered here. Let's pray for one another, welcome one another, get to know one another, and spiritually support one another in these difficult times for our world. Like the mother of the young man in today's gospel, let's redouble our prayers and our petitions for the growth of our shrine, family of souls, and for the completion of our church home. By the divine touch of Christ the infant king, our spiritual life will grow healthy and strong, and by his divine power, this church will be brought to full restoration and rebirth of Catholic life and all its goodness and beauty for the glory of God and for the salvation of souls. And by his grace, by a larger church which can welcome many more people, then we will all one day at length share in that happy eternal reunion in heaven, together with all of our loved ones, with Mary, the angels and saints, around the altar of God in our heavenly home. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.